Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the With Intention podcast by Cami Sophia. So, girlies, first things first, let's do a weekly recap, and then we're going to get into a very exciting episode as we have a, a beautiful guest on today. So, first things first, a little recap. So... I'm still on my glow up challenge girlies that I spoke about last week. I'm officially on day seven when I'm recording this and I already feel like I have more energy. I feel like I have a more positive outlook on, you know, life in general because it's so like rewarding being consistent with something that you have set yourself. So a little reminder that if you do struggle to stay consistent with working out and eating, I do actually have my online coaching where I will work with you one-on-one, stay on track with your habits, your eating, your workouts, and just help you become the best version of yourself. So if you feel like you need a bit of a buddy with this kind of thing, then girlies, I am your girl, okay? I feel like this past week has just absolutely flown by. There have not been enough hours in the week, in the day, to actually do everything I need to do, which is mental to me. But anyway, this week is going to be all things glow. So today we have Madeline Shaw um, as a guest with us. So I met Madeline at the wellness retreat um, that I went to a few weeks ago that I told you about at Barnsley House. And after listening to her, I knew I wanted her to come on the podcast and share her wisdom towards eating, moving your body, and just wellness in general. Madeline has been in the wellness industry for about 10 years. She started her journey as a nutritionist and a home cook, and then later trained to be a yoga teacher teacher and a meditation teacher. So girly, she's obviously a with intention girly because she's a wellness king. King? Queen. Anyway, so she published a New York Times best-selling book called Get the Glow, which talks about how you can use food and wellness to become the best version of yourself. I feel like this really links in to the current theme we have going on with With Intention, which is self-love and glowing from the inside out. So her wellness journey actually started when she was diagnosed with IBS in 2010. 
So she made the decision to change what she ate and how she moved her body to help her mental health and create long-lasting healthy habits in a holistic way. So I am so excited for you guys to hear all she has to say. So let's jump right into the episode. Um, can you see the timer? Okay. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. So, first things first, I've already done the intro, but how would you describe yourself in five words? Um, I think I'm very positive, authentic, uh, kind, hardworking, and I'm a real daydreamer as well. A daydreamer. Oh, I love that. Do you know, I don't think anyone's ever described themselves as a daydreamer when they've come on. I like that though. So what are three healthy habits in your routine that are non-negotiable? Definitely morning hydration. So when I wake up, I always, always start the day with lots and lots of water. Um, Some form of daily movement. It's normally Pilates or yoga at the moment. And then my third one is probably eating protein for breakfast so really trying to get in that like 30 grams of protein whether that's from eggs or like um protein powder or anything like that those are probably the things that I'll always make sure I do and they normally all happen all in the morning so I feel like right now there's definitely a hype with protein I feel like everyone is a protein princess so what are the actual benefits of incorporating protein especially in the morning if that's one of your staples so yeah, I feel like I've, I mean, I've been in the wellness industry for 12 years, so long time, and I've been talking about protein for breakfast for 12 years. Um, a big part of it is, one, like feeling fuller for longer. So often when we eat, say, just like a piece of toast or a croissant or something, it might, feels really good, right? You yeah. feel good, you feel satisfied, but then maybe an hour or two later, you might get like a dip at 11am or 10am or something where you feel hungry again. So what the protein does, it keeps you fuller for longer so that you're not getting those energy dips. And we also talk about those energy dips in like blood sugar levels. So again, if you're kind of spiking your blood sugar levels with quite high um, carbohydrate, high sugary foods, you get these highs and these lows. So the protein kind of keeps you on a more even keel, keeps your energy more stable, keeps you fuller for longer. Also, the other side of in the morning is a lot of people exercise in the morning, obviously Mm -hmm. not everyone, Um, and the protein is really good for replenishing your muscles, Um, and so you kind of, you know, but even if you're not exercising in the morning, I do think it's good to get protein in, so we need it for replenishing our muscles, keeping us fuller for longer, you know, if you're working on hair growth, skin, you know, all these different things that a lot of women are, mm-hmm. then upping your protein source is really good. But I do think on the flip side, people get a bit too obsessed with it, where they're like, almost like negating nutrition for getting their macros in. Yeah. Um, and I think that yes, we want to get like a fist size of protein in each meal. And if you are exercising a lot, you could have a protein shake on top of that. But other than that, I don't think we need to be obsessed about it. Um, You know, protein is in a lot of different foods, whether that's nuts, seeds, legumes, you know, it's not like you just have to always be eating steak, like all the time. I mean, I wish I could do that. I would happily do that. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like it's really interesting how, I feel like for me anyway, a lot of my friends have gone from, 
focusing on eating loads of veggies to then suddenly protein. And for me, I used to be very like that when it was like, not necessarily like a gym bro, but I was very focused on getting my protein in. So I'd end up eating like the protein mousses that you could buy at like Aldi. And I didn't realize, but they have so much rubbish in. And I was purely eating that just to get my protein in. And I found that it was affecting my skin as well in a negative way. Um, I also used to be a creatine girly, where I'd be taking the creatine powders. Um, but now, if I want to get protein in with an extra like protein, I use the, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's, you know, the blue tub of collagen powder. Vital protein. Yes, that's what I use now if I want to get my protein in, and then it's still got the collagen. I really like that as well. I think that's a great source of protein. I think they're so right. Some of these protein bars, they sell you on, I don't know, 10 grams, 20 grams of protein per bar. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, this is good. But if you read the back, it's like 30 different ingredients. Chemicals, most of them. Like sugar syrups, like so many additives. And Mm -hmm. I think actually like, you know, it's not really adding in. And I think, you know, nutrition can be a really polarizing subject some people are like eat meat some people are like meat's gonna kill you but Mm. I think the one thing that everyone can agree on is that processed foods aren't good for you I think it's quite hard to prove that processed foods (laughs) are good for you that would be like a really hard one um so all these kind of like you said those protein mousses protein bars all these sorts of things I don't know like they're fine if you're just like I need something quick and I'm out and about but if you're eating them either daily or some people eat like two or three a day right like that was me (laughs) yeah exactly then no they're not I don't think they're the best things to do and I think yeah the the collagen powder is a much more pure form because it's really just collagen in it Mm -hmm. um and that is also really good for your skin and repairing um because as we age we lose our collagen stores. So it's a really good thing to be adding that in. Wow, we've it? got to get the glow, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> so what advice would you give someone struggling to stay consistent with their healthy lifestyle? Well, I think it's best not to overwhelm yourself. I mm-hmm. think sometimes people go like all in, don't they? They're like, I'm going to do three hours in the gym every day. <laughs> and only eat steamed fish and vegetables and stuff like that so I think start slowly so I think it's about building these small positive different kind of lifestyle changes um so maybe like on the first week you could just say to yourself okay I'm going to move three times this week and I'm going to do the movement that I really love so if you really love walking walk if you really love pilates do pilates if you love rock climbing rock climb like Mm -hmm. we i don't think that there's like one certain exercise that's better than the others it's just what what you feel joyful and, and makes you feel happy and i think when it comes to nutrition i like to have the positive mindset of crowding in rather than cutting out Mm -hmm. so rather than going i can't eat pizza i can't eat uh chocolate or whatever the long list of things that you set instead go okay i want to add in protein to my breakfast so okay i'm gonna have two scrambled eggs with my toast and add a bit of spinach and broccoli to it um so you're adding in rather than thinking about what you can't have and again maybe you're going to the supermarket and trying a new vegetable 
or a new type of fish or you take your favorite i don't know stir fry recipe um and you try a different like legume or a different type of noodle that you add in Mm -hmm. so i think really having that positive mindset makes such a difference because i think so often people like do something for two weeks and then they give up but actually you know we we want to feel good every day and what motivates me is feeling good so when I feel good it makes me want to do all these things and look after myself so I I think we need to like like totally rid our minds of the idea that like we're going to eat one salad and suddenly feel amazing or suddenly have abs like you know body definition changes in our body is going to take time like the same way that if you eat a piece of cake it doesn't suddenly you don't see it on your bum (laughs) these things like take time so I think having that approach and then also having that 80 20 approach where Mm. okay 80 percent of the time you're exercising meditating looking after yourself but you're also maybe having a night out with your girlfriends or having gelato or I don't know staying up late chatting or whatever these things are you know I think we also need to have that balance of doing things that bring us pleasure um, and are fun because some things that aren't particularly good for us are also really fun to do as well. Yeah. And they're good for you in the long term as well, isn't it? You need to go out with your girlfriends and fill your cup and you know get yourself excited. And I think when it comes to the eating as well, I saw this thing and it was like, eat better, not less. Because that's a lot of people's approach when they're, especially in the New Year's, when everyone sets these crazy resolutions, it's like you probably give those up after. I think on, it was the 17th of January, which was National Give Up Day, because that's when most people give up on their New Year's resolutions because they set too many and it's too hard to keep track. And like you said, doing three hours in the gym every day, running two miles every day, and then you know, having scrambled eggs and no toast, no nothing else with it, just scrambled eggs on a plate and then steamed fish for lunch. It's not fun. It's not long lasting. It's not sustainable. So you've got to have, you know, both sides, like the 80-20, like you said. I think so. I think that's where health and wellness lacks is that that fun and that playfulness. Because I think, like you said, if you take on all the different things that people tell you to do, it's like a full-time job, right? You've, like, tongue scraped, and then you've, like... <laughs> Which I find so disgusting, written, but like, I still do it. And it's like, it's like a full, full-time job. I mean, yeah. most people have a job plus responsibilities, whether that's kids or with their friendships or they you know, looking after their parents or, you know, they've got debt from student loans or whatever it is, and I think it's it can be too much for people to kind of do all these different things so I think Mm -hmm. yeah build build the habit slowly um and figure out like yeah how much time you can dedicate and I think I've really gone back to only doing 30 minutes of exercise a day because that's what I can fit in with you know I'm a mum I also work um and that really works for me and I think for a long time I was like oh I've got to do more (laughs) you know I need to be in the reformer studio like doing what everyone else is doing but I, but it doesn't work for my timetable and the chapter of life that I'm in at the moment and that's fine and 30 minutes actually you can do so much in it yeah you can get a proper get so sweat up you can properly like when you were teaching that yoga class I was like oh my gosh I don't think I've ever been so sweaty from stretching 
was crazy. <laughs> So next thing is, as you said, you're a mum, you're a very busy woman. Um, what does your self-care routine currently look like? So what are the things you do to fill your cup? So yeah, that's great. I, I always start my morning, um, I wake up an hour before my son. So I'm quite lucky he sleeps in quite late, so I don't <laughs> have to wake up too early. Um, and I'll go downstairs, as I've said before, I'll hydrate. I always go outside to try and get daylight onto my um body because that's really good for setting your circadian rhythm it's really good for helping with your sleep and then I'll do my movement so I roll out my mat do my pilates or yoga and then I meditate afterwards so meditation is something I've done for eight or nine years it's been a really amazing tool just to manage stress help with sleep um, I often have a lot of resistance to it, even now, even though I've done it forever. And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to do it. <laughs> um, but that's been something really, really helpful for me. And that, so I kind of um, window my self-care at the beginning and the end of the night. So we kind of have that moment in the morning and then it's like uh, breakfast for the family, you know, drop off work. And then again in the evenings, I try and turn off my like phone so I always keep my phone downstairs not in my room and that's been a game changer for my sleep Mm -hmm. um because if my phone's next to me I will just look at it and I will go on social media it's hard to not though isn't it I will be like oh I wonder (laughs) like suddenly I'm internet shopping (laughs) like um so keep my phone downstairs that's been a a really amazing act of self-care just to switch off um I'm sure you have this as well there and, and, and to be honest everyone has it now where work merge can merge into every part of your day you know because you could sort of from 7am till 11pm be doing something work related mm-hmm. um so I think having for me quite strict boundaries of work has been really helpful um and then I always read before bed do it take my time with like my skincare um do lots of like facial massage um and then I've been <laughs> I've been lying on you know those like infrared mats oh I haven't seen a mat so yeah I kind of lie on that for a little bit and just do some breathing and then I go to bed at about 9 30 so I like to go to bed quite early Mm. um which really just works for me I find if I get past like 10 30 11 I get like a real second wind and then I could stay (laughs) up until like 4 a.m it happens it happens yeah I know because so what time do you wake up then if you're going to bed at 9 30 so yeah I'm probably asleep by 10 and then I wake up at 7 so I have quite a lot of sleep oh, that's a lovely hours. amount yeah <laughs> but they say so they say men need between six to eight but women need more they say between eight to like nine nine and a half hours some people say ten um because of our hormones mm-hmm. and I also know myself that you know, it takes me a bit of time to get to sleep. Sometimes I might wake in the night. So if I've got at least, and sometimes obviously it's 10 and sometimes I wake up at more at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as I'm kind of in bed with the potential to sleep for that amount of time, that's what works for me. And I definitely don't do that, you know, on the weekends, especially if you go out for dinner or you, know, you don't get home till later, it doesn't always work. But mm-hmm. midweek, 
that's definitely something that really makes my life uh, so much better. And if I don't watch TV before bed and if I don't look at my phone before bed, I sleep so much better. As I find if I stay up late watching TV, mm-hmm. I really, um, I end up like not being able to kind of relax and focus. And I'm definitely not one of those people that lies down the bed and is like, you know, those people that just like put their head on the bed. I'm like, and it's not bad thoughts. Often they're quite like fun thoughts, but I'm just like, what are things you could be doing instead of going to sleep? <laughs> so next up, which is kind of, a, I feel like whenever I ask this one, I have like um, a set question and then I cater it to each person. But everyone's always like, oh, so I'm really curious. But what would you say to your 16-year-old self? Ooh, I would say... Because were you into wellness at 16? No, I wanted to... What did I want to do when I was 16? I think I wanted to work in fashion. Didn't we all? <laughs> or events or something. Something kind of that related. I mm. would say to my 16-year-old self, it's a hard one, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I wouldn't say anything different. Like, of course, I could have done better. And I, by the way, I loved clubbing when I was 16. I would be out Thursday, Friday, Saturday 16? Oh, oh, yeah. Fake ID, girlie. <laughs> out on nights out and then go to school the next morning. Like, yeah, yeah, I was terrible. That's why I'm so into wellness now, because I suck. <laughs> She's making up for terrible, it. <laughs> terrible teenager. <laughs> well, you've got to do it. Burn off um, some steam. Yeah, I was very wild, and I drank. I drank all the alcohol in my teens, so now I don't need to drink it. <laughs> um, I would say to my sixteen-year-old self, just to be kinder to yourself. I mm-hmm. think, especially when you're sixteen, you're so in such a comparison mode. Like I know we all are, even now as we get older. But I think when you're sixteen, you're like, I need to look like this, and I need to be this. And I think at that time, it was very like such a uh push to be thin and I I I know that that's still around now but like it was on such a different level because I guess I'm probably like a generation older than you I don't think so I think there's so many more like role models for different body shapes now in Mm -hmm. such an amazing way but when I was a teenager it was like if you didn't look like Kate Moss you were failing um and that was very much like what the media talked about so I think just more self-love um and just allowing just knowing that like the world is whatever you make it to be mm-hmm. and the world's changed so much in such a beautiful way where I think it used to be like you could only have this sort of job and work in this sort of way was I think it's so entrepreneurial and expansive and you can you don't have to work nine to five anymore you can work three hours in the morning four hours in the afternoon yeah you can work three weeks on one week off you know there's such a flexibility to life now not for everyone but um in a way that there wasn't and I think I would just say to my 16 year old self yeah be kinder to yourself and just know like life is life is waiting there for you but yeah I think there's no point wanting to do things differently um because I think even the failures which I've had many of uh, they make they make you who you are as well in a in a really good way and in a in a sort of um, you make you make you more interesting and dynamic as well as a person. I think if everything's been smooth sailing um, and you've never had any kind of obstacles or failures, you 
you're not as interesting and also you're you don't you can't really relate to people in the same way as well and I think connection and relating to people is really important I think as well you don't appreciate the wins when you haven't had the lows and you've you know you've always just got everything your way you don't appreciate when things actually do go your way and you're like yes I worked hard for this my work paid off and um I saw this thing and it says um what's meant for you will never miss you so maybe the things that you don't get and the things that you would class as like things you failed at they just weren't meant for you so you were never going to have it anyway so you know something better is going to come along yeah, that is, that is such a good uh, perspective of things, and that can be... is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So much easier in hindsight, right? Than in, yeah. the <laughs> in the moment, you're <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I agree. It happens to the best of us, though. We've got to have that moment to release some steam and then see, have some clarity and go, okay, it's going to be okay. <laughs> um, so what are three tips that you would give to someone trying to love themselves, starting from complete scratch? Oh, great question. Um... I would definitely start getting that mindset switched into gratitude. I think we live in a really interesting time where we have so much choice and that is so empowering, but it also means that we can then feel like we're failing in many different areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. So we can be quite hard, you know, when you think of self-love, often you think about it as like looks or your body, but actually we can be like unkind and unloving to ourselves towards like, our careers, our intelligence, what our house looks like, what our yeah. wardrobe looks like. You know, there's so many um, different areas that we almost like feel like we need to show up in. It's like we want to have really great hair, really great. Like we also want to be like developing ourselves. And I think, I think kind of trying to switch that mindset away from all the things I lack to all the things that I am. So like, often we think about gratitude towards others so like I'm so grateful for my mom or I'm so grateful for my best friend um but maybe it's like it's switching that mindset to that gratitude towards yourself so Mm -hmm. it could be like do you know what when I went through that breakup I was so strong and amazing and I'm so proud of myself or you know I'm so grateful for my job because I have the best colleagues or whatever but I think kind of having that 
mindset to looking at all the wonderful things that you do have rather than the ways you lack is really important and it's something we have to do every single day like I often write a gratitude list or even just do it in the shower sometimes I'm like what am I grateful for because the world is constantly going to tell you what you're lacking because that's kind of how we sell things right it's like oh feeling like bored watch this show or yeah you know need a new dress for your date tonight buy this dress like Mm -hmm. so we're always kind of being sold lack um so we have to fill ourselves up on a daily basis so I'd say one definitely would be that attitude of gratitude um and then two would be asking someone you love like what they appreciate about you because it's so easy like if one of your best friends was like you know what do you think I'm good at you could be like and like list off a million things but it's quite hard of yourself Mm -hmm. so I think hearing that from someone you love and I know that's a hard thing to ask someone but you could just be like you know what do you think I'm good at or what do you think are my skills or something and just understanding that from someone else's perspective is really a really helpful thing to hear and it and it's sometimes more powerful when it comes from someone that you love um and then I think the third thing is just like how can we bring more joy into our lives so you could write a piece of paper and you could say what makes me happy and that could be anything from like reading a book to walking in nature to speaking to your friends or whatever it is and I think write that massive list down and it can be like the tiniest things of like watching I don't know Mr Bean sketches on YouTube like I don't know like it could be the most random things and then like make a commitment to to those things because you know a lot of times we think of self-love as like a bubble bath and that is really lovely for some people some people hate being in the bath right they're like trapped (laughs) I'm it's like forced relaxation yeah and I think just remembering we're all really different and like you know we need to kind of accept that like self-love is going to look really different for us versus someone else um so write your list of what brings you joy and then just commit to doing one of those things every day um and that I think maybe yeah, those three things could be a good place to start I like the way you've done it from a mindset point of view as well I feel like a lot of people go for go on a walk you know or eat a certain meal rather than actually going right I'm gonna write this down I'm gonna lay it out completely in front of me in a super simple way and just go actually this is what makes me happy and I can do more of this so I can wake up 10 minutes earlier and read for 10 minutes because that makes me happy and I love a good story you know or I love a good inspiration from the book um but I like the way that you've gone from a mindset point of view and like from within rather than physical things adding value you are adding value to yourself yeah because I think I was listening to this podcast actually the other day that said that we we obviously all spend a certain amount of time alone um and actually that's that's a really good moment to do these things that bring us joy but often instead what we do is we look on Instagram right yeah everyone like kayaking like shopping like they're off to the Maldives again or something and then we're like oh I'm not good enough all these things but actually that moment of you alone isn't necessarily for you to travel to do this it's for Mm -hmm. those other things so I think it's good to have that list in front of you for all those moments when you're alone to be like okay instead of being like you know on my phone looking at other people like what are the things I could do that then fill me up 
um, instead of bring me down. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like social media as well. I saw this thing. I think I literally spoke about it in last week's episode. But it was basically saying that we used to use social media as an escape for life. And now we use life as an escape for social media. Because we're all scrolling so much. Like, I don't know about you. Obviously, my phone is my job, which makes me feel a bit better about this. My screen time is like eight hours a day, which is just crazy. And... I don't even want to think about how many hours a week I spend literally just scrolling mindlessly and it can be really easy to just get caught in that hole rather than and then you've just wasted two hours of your day that you could have been spent spending working on yourself and making yourself feel good rather than going oh I wouldn't be able to wear that outfit or you know I can't run that fast or whatever it is you know so yeah it is hard with really social media. I just said that we used to use social media to escape life and now we use life to escape social media. That is, that is so true. It's and true. It, like, I, I'm with you. Like, I find it really, because, you know, we're similar. Like, it's my job as well. Um, but I find it crazy how people spend their whole lives, like, you know, who, who don't do this as a job, like, where they go on holiday, they base it on what pictures I can get. Where yeah. they go out for dinner, they base it on what pictures I can get. And I, and, and that's not coming from a judgmental perspective. I just find it so fascinating that, like, almost there's no, um, there's, there's such a blurred line between reality and social media that, like, your whole your whole life is just for that picture yeah and you're going on holiday for that picture um and I went to Thailand um almost a year ago and was on the beach swimming Mm -hmm. and this beautiful girl came down to the beach she was honestly like she looked like a Colombian goddess (laughs) one of those people who are just like you can't not look at because she was so beautiful yeah anyway she sat down on the beach and she set up a little tripod and then she rolled out her towel and then about 10 minutes she was just like posing like on the beach doing all these her like shots and her content and then she rolled up her towel and packed up her stuff and left and I remember going wow like she you know I didn't know who she was but I'm sure she had like a following and I thought everyone would have gone she just had the best day at the beach I'm so jealous of her (laughs) She's got the best life. And really, she went to the beach for 10 minutes and then she's probably gone to the hotel Wi-Fi mm-hmm. to upload it, edit it, write the caption and copy. And I just think, again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, the it's what actually people think is going on versus what's going on. It's so and true. I think it's, you know, it's really interesting that we see people having dinner with their boyfriends in this nice restaurant but maybe they're not even speaking maybe they're just on their phones for the whole meal and you know all these different things that I think it's just really important to just have that like reminder of just because it looks beautiful doesn't mean it is beautiful that's so true isn't it interesting but I feel like a lot of people say social media is a highlight reel and I'm glad that people do talk about it a bit more. I remember I went on a podcast um, called Talk Twenties and they were basically talking about social media and like, am I doing things as I'm filming or am I filming and like pretending basically? And I was like, yep, completely. When I film some of my morning routines, it'll be 2pm and I've already, 
you know, actually done my morning routine and gone to the gym. But for me, my morning routine is my morning moment. So I try not to work while I'm doing that, which is why I recreate it. But obviously I'm then recreating it with my hair done and no morning breath that you probably would smell through the screen. And you know, you don't have that same real element, I guess. And props to the people that literally do get up and film or like there's this one woman on TikTok and she's got a newborn baby and she literally gets up when it's like two in the morning and records herself feeding her baby with this like ring light in the middle of her bedroom. And I'm like, amazing. But again, like you said, the lines blur with the balance, but it just, social media is such a interesting way of seeing people's lives and I think the people that are doing that where they're getting up at two in the morning and then setting up the tripod and then feeding their child they are you know very dedicated and at least they're showing a real side of it whereas like me I'm recording my morning routine at 2pm I'm probably not showing the real side of it which probably isn't that good to be fair but again work-life balance um, no, but babe, I'm the same as you. Like, I had someone be like, I did like a what well, eight in a day, and like when I did dinner, it was obviously like still bright, which is not, a, you know, it was winter. Yeah. And um, someone said, "Oh, you eat dinner before it's dark," and I said, "No, look, I film this earlier, but for me, I don't share my son or my family or my partner or anything, so I'm gonna film this. Bef- I am gonna film this before I pick him up from school because yeah. that's what it is." But I, I think it's fine as long as you own it. It's like, these are my, like, similar, exactly the same as you. Like, these are my boundaries. Like, this is the time, I work from these times and I'm mm-hmm. going to get my work done between those times. Um, and I think as long as you don't pretend, I yeah. go, oh no. I, I woke up like this. Have perfect, <laughs> you know, this. I think it's okay because at the end of the day, people do want to see the more glamorised version of it. Like, I do think they do. Um, and also you have to figure like out what's best for you and like how you want to do it. And I, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think one's right or one's wrong. It's just what works best for you, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's also, again, about having balance. Like for me, my, most of my audience is in America. So when I'm posting, it'll be like 10 PM at night because it will be earlier for them. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I've got ready. I've got ready for bed. I'm like settling down and then my alarm goes off at 10 and I'm like, right, time to post, time to write the captions out. I definitely need to start actually using the scheduling that they have on Instagram. (laughs) That would be a great idea, Cammy. But yeah, it's interesting that, especially these days with hustle culture as well and this pressure to, you know, have bought a house by 21, to have made your first million by 21 by trading and digital marketing that you see on the computers and these girls like walking past a Porsche this is my Porsche from selling online courses and it's this like huge pressure to be doing everything rather than actually going right this is my boundary I need this time to reset to show myself love and to actually be sustainable with it because if you're go 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 all the time you're never going to be able to do everything that you're wanting to do but I think social media again has this way of making you feel like you're not doing enough even when you're doing everything you possibly can yeah and also like all those people that i know what you're talking about you know, <laughs> I, I make 7k figures every day or whatever i just think some of it i'm like no you don't, don't. <laughs> i'm just not buying it i just 
I'm not buying some of it. And like the Porsche thing, it's like a lot of people rent it for a week. Like, yeah. Like, you know, it's really easy to lease life these days. Like it's really easy to borrow, you know, borrow a lot of money for a mortgage, mm-hmm. lease cars, lease clothes, you know. And I think a lot of people push themselves financially to the limit just to show off online. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out... I um, that someone was saying, oh, I'm making two million or something a year on OnlyFans and actually ended up was only making 2K a month or something. Mm. So, like, I just think a lot of people, like, because it, like, they can just say those things. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't, people don't know what they're earning. So I, I would take all that stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, and also it's like, I don't know, I, I always think, like, what success you got to figure out what success means to you. Because when I, uh, before I had my son and like just before I was pregnant, I had, it was probably my most um, profitable and um, time. I was like writing my third cookbook. I had like three people working for me. I had an office. Um, I, you know, this is, God, a long time ago. This is like seven years ago. And mm-hmm. like brand deals were like, much bigger brands would just choose one influencer and put a whole budget into one person so you'd sign massive massive brand deals anyway um but I wasn't happy at all because I then didn't really have a job because I had someone cooking the food someone posting the social media someone organizing my calendar in my life and I genuinely was like I don't know what my point is and I wasn't big enough to be like just like off doing interviews from day till dawn and also that's not that interesting but I kind of lost the reason I was doing it which was like I really love sharing I really love cooking I love being creative and I just kind of became like HR and a manager and that was not where I really set up to be so when I um uh had my son I like gave up the office gave up um you know, and only went down to having one person who works for me. And actually to me, even though I'm earning less money and maybe I'm less successful, mm-hmm. I feel more of a success doing that because I am doing the things that I love. I'm more connected to my work. I am not managing other people, which is not something that I enjoy. Um, and I think sometimes we get told like what girl boss looks like Um and I think what I realise is actually I kind of prefer working on a smaller scale and yeah. being and having more freedom. And freedom is definitely a value of mine. Um, and this brings me more. So I think we're constantly kind of showed, like you said, buy a house, um, buy a car, all these different things. But it's like, is that app, like, do you even like cars? <laughs> yeah. like, do you even care, like, to have a car that, has like x miles per hour or whatever like I think it's so important for us to know ourselves better and like what actually matters to us and like mm-hmm. what does a successful day look like to us for me it's picking my son up at three twenty, and that's my day done for work and yeah. like taking holidays off with him and spending time with my family and my friends and yes I want to be successful in work but never at the cost of the things that really matter to me yeah it's so true as well isn't it it's just having a balance with things and like you said these days you can have so much more flexibility there are so many more jobs out there like my mum's friends always say to me so when are you gonna get a proper job 
Um, never vibes. What is work? I don't even know what work is. I don't work a day in my life ever, apparently. Anyway, um, but it's just a different flexibility. There's so many more opportunities out there. And even though there are obviously cons to social media, social media has created these opportunities for so many people. And I don't think anyone would have guessed either the opportunities that you could get from social media. I never really understood it until I was in it. And I was like, oh, this is how this works. Okay. I see now but yeah it is an interesting space to be in but like you said the freedom of it is beautiful and being able to finish your day at 3 20 and then spend quality time with family I feel like that is everyone's dream isn't it really to have financial freedom and freedom of your schedule and be able to do what you want to do also very impressive that you had like a whole office and everything that's amazing as well <laughs> you know it's interesting like I I get that that seems impressive, but it, it's, it just wasn't right for me. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think that that's why we have to, but you have to explore those things, right? I would have never known if I hadn't tried it. Yeah, it's so true. So <laughs> anyway, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask you, so each week we do a quote of the week. So we're going to hand this over to you. What is your quote of the week and why? Oh, what is my quote of the week? I would say it's it's not by a famous person. Okay. <laughs> but it was, it was a, a piece of advice a friend gave to me. Um, so called over 13 years ago, I went, I lived in Sydney for four years and I went to university there. And I was coming back to London and I was start, wanting to set up my food blog. And I said to my friend, oh, I want to set up a food blog, but I'm not sure. Like, is this what I should do with my life? And he was like, there's only one you and you will bring something different to the world that no one else can. And that sentence and that quote from him, he's called Tim. <laughs> uh, he uh, is something I repeat to myself all the time. And I think often we're always like, you know, we've got a new little business idea or we want to try something else. But we often go, oh, it's been done before or... I'm not going to be good enough or, or we say these things to ourselves, but I think it's so important to know that like we all bring something completely unique to the world that no one else can and just to lean into our uniqueness and lean into our differences because they're kind of the bits that you know people fall in love with like I you know often when we're younger we try and hide those parts of ourselves but you realize when you have a long-term like romantic relationship or a deep friendship the things that that person loves about you are your quirkiness yeah like they are your what you might think of flaws but they're not flaws they're kind of just what makes you up and I think the more we can kind of lean into all parts of who we are like the happier we can be it's so true. And someone else actually said to me the other day, it was my hairdresser randomly, um, she was saying, this one is could be deemed as harsh if you said to someone that they're one side of it and not the other. But basically it's either the world happens to you or you happen to the world. So, you know, the things that you bring to the table, someone else might not be able to, but then there could also be the thing of you're happy with the, you know, the classic so the traditional jobs the nine to five as an example so the world's happening to you or you could do the opposite of like Steve Jobs 
he happened to the world, you know, the world didn't happen to him, <laughs> as an example, but it kind of relates to that, and I love that, whatever you bring to the table, your uniqueness and your qualities, they're what make you special, and they're what, you know, will put you ahead, and make 100%. what you do different to other no, people. And I, I think, you know, not, yeah, not everything in life is controllable, but we are in control of some aspects, so mm-hmm. yeah, why not? not feel disempowered but feel empowered by that fact yeah that's so beautiful thank you so much for coming on it's been an absolute delight uh, we literally did this so quickly as well because I feel like I only messaged you like two weeks ago asking for you to actually come on so I really appreciate it honestly you are when I heard you talking at Barnsley House I was like oh my goodness she needs to come on she needs to share her wisdom and you know all of the things that you were saying were so beautiful and just so well worded and very it's a lovely perspective as well that's really kind thank you so much for having me on no worries thank you so much i'm not entirely sure why it cut off but thank you so much for watching today's episode guys i love you all and i will see you next week bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.